Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential, where you know all this month of December, we are trying to say goodbye 2020, and please don't ever come back again. (laughs) How do we clear out the mental clutter to allow us to really move forward in 2020 and beyond? And my next guest it's uh, going to help us do that in a couple of ways. First of all, Andrea Freeman started her first business when she was 12 years old. So we're going to have to talk about that. Three businesses, a lot of learning later, as we all know. She was hosting red carpet celebrities in her event planning business. I can't wait to ask some details. But still, no matter how it may look from the outside, we all know sometimes on the inside, we still are unfulfilled, no matter what everybody else thinks that we're doing. And at that moment, she said to herself, there has to be a better way, which is a lot of why we're all here too, just coming to try and figure out what's the better way. And that pivotal moment prompted a soulful, soulful search for her. And now she uses her groundbreaking host, H-O-S-T method, and successful track record as a business owner to coach creative entrepreneurs. And creative is always the uh, critical mission there. She wants to help business owners align with their purpose create results with greater ease, gosh, don't we all, and make a lasting impact on the world. So Andrea, thank you for joining us today. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I love reading bios for people because it's always fun to know like what what things kind of prompt us to, you know, to, to, to our own creativity and, you know, to do something that we never would have even thought of doing before. But I still think a bio only tells us so much. So I'll leave it up to you. Tell us a little bit about you, your business, and how you help your clients to shock their potential. Yeah. So I live about 90 minutes outside of New York City. So I'm born and raised in New York. And I have had a 15-year entrepreneurial journey, which has kind of ended up in my being what I call a mindful business coach. And that means Mm. that I work with creative entrepreneurs to really align their mindset with their business. And that can look like helping them gain clarity about their life's purpose, about grounding into the principles of abundance and receiving, and stuff like setting up the systems and structures that are necessary to thrive as small business owners. This is primarily work that's done with um, you know, a lot of solopreneurs and mm-hmm. looking to scale, looking to be able to create that bigger impact. And um, 
I think to answer the part about how we shock their potential, it's really work that I say it's not for the faint of heart, but for those who are ready to step up, for those who are ready to do the work and want to serve the world through their business, to make a meaningful impact and are willing to look at some stuff, I can help them shine the light on the hidden corners of their mind and where their limiting beliefs are hidden and transform their lives and as a result, their businesses so mm. that they can reestablish a connection with that inner wisdom that maybe has been blocked and that has been allowing them to do things successfully, but with a lot of effort. And so when they can draw on those inner voices, that those deep inner callings, they can start to operate from a place of grace and ease. I love it. I was interviewing someone um, last oh, couple months ago, and she was talking about that at one point in time, you know, she had this career and she had this, you know, really high driven career, a lot of, you know, similar things that you even have in the first, you know, part of your bio there, you know, where she was like, doing all these amazing things and she was on TV and she was producing segments and she had this crazy busy life. And she one day said, okay, I'm headed for burnout. Mm. And in that moment she said, I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to just take a year off. I'm going to do what I need to do to survive financially and for my family, but I'm going to take a year off. And in that she, um, she decided to, to give herself for her birthday, a um, improv comedy class mm. just because. And she, and it ended up changing her entire career and perspective. And one of the things she said, um, cause now she's a, a, a comedian, <laughs> now she, now she's emceeing events and she's really fantastic. And, but she said, she goes, I was so in, I was so deep in everything I was doing that I couldn't see how to do anything better. I couldn't see my life better. And, and I think that's so true within businesses that sometimes you're working so hard in your business that you're not working on your business. And so you're, you get really myopic because yeah. you're just getting it done. And to have somebody help you to find that mental clarity, it must be really fulfilling for you. It is really fulfilling for me. I think it's really truly a calling that kept coming up for me in life. I have mentored, I have been in leadership roles my whole life, and I didn't fully step into owning that um, until many years into my entrepreneurial journey. And, and I think that that's fine. I had to have, you know, I had to have all the other experiences that I had to have and I am able to serve in a particular way. One thing I know about the two of us that we have in common is that we, I think we were both teachers, right? You were a oh, teacher? Yes. Yeah. Um, So that was, I mean, that was my first career. That was my first profession. And I chose it from a very young place of like, oh, I like working at summer camp. That's kind of like working at summer camp, but all year long and got into the classroom and was shocked to find out that I didn't love teaching. So, Mm -hmm. you know, wanted to do something more creative, ended up going to culinary school, opening my own catering company that translated and then transformed into actually coming out of the kitchen and being at the helm of the events, overseeing the entire you know, scope of an event, uh, maybe sometimes a year or two out before it actually comes oh, to life wow. and being able to hold that space for people when 
they don't know what they exactly want it to look like, but they know what the feeling is that they want. And Mm -hmm. I find that those experiences allow me to really serve as a coach because so much of business is about being able to create the thing that you can feel you want, that you know you're meant to do but you don't necessarily know all the steps to get there. And Mm -hmm. you certainly don't know how to get around the things that you can't see, those blind spots, those things that keep tripping you up that you're not quite sure why. So it's like, I, you know, I've had this very windy path uh, uh, of getting here, but I feel like really ready to serve people in, in this space. It's, it's really, I love that. And I love the fact you say it, it kept calling me. And, you know, it's kind of like some things are calling you, but you don't always answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're like, why is that still ringing over there? <laughs> Just, why does it keep doing that? Well, probably because we're supposed to look at it and answer. I mean, I worked for a leadership development company. I mean, that's like a dead giveaway. I dated a dating coach. I, um, like I, I produced the event for, um, Columbia's, uh, leadership development and business coaching department. Uh I mean, coaching just kept showing up, it kept showing up, it kept showing up. And I would have all these business to business meetings with other colleagues in the event industry. And they would always end with like, what was that meditation you said I should try? And Uh, what was that book you said I should read? And if you ever want to coach anybody, I'd be your first Guinea pig. So finally (laughs) I just started saying, yes. I was like, this just keeps asking me, (laughs) maybe I should pay attention. Oh, that is so funny. I know I'm in a similar place too, because I was laughing. I I've had, I, have people call me all the time and say, I just need some career advice. And so, you know, and I'd like have a call with them and they'd say, oh, when are, you know, can I, would you work with me as a career coach? And I'm like, I don't do that. And so finally, the uh, I, I don't know, just even a couple of weeks ago, somebody finally said, you know, I was recommended to you by somebody else that I had that conversation with. And she goes, I just need somebody to help me for a few weeks. And I'm like, okay. So I told her how much I charge. <laughs> like, just, you know, like figure it out. And it was so funny because I said to my husband, I go, before I said yes, I said, I don't know why people keep calling asking me for career advice. And he goes, you know, when the world's telling you what you do, Maybe you should listen. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge part of really unlocking your purpose in the world. I think like getting clear, like what do people ask me for all the time? What do people thank me for that I just yep. do so naturally that I almost take it for granted? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know why I didn't. I, and not that I'm saying all of a sudden I'm a total career coach, but I it's what I do in different parts of you know my trainings and, and things. And I... But to your point, I, I remember just a, about a year ago, somebody came up to me that I was doing a, um, a multiple-time leadership training and development program for a, a group, an association. And someone came up and said, hey, I took your advice on how to negotiate my raise. And I'm like, I didn't even know I gave it. He's like, <laughs> and I got everything I asked for. And I went, awesome. Yeah, and again, you're like, ding, ding, ding. Hey, maybe, maybe the world is trying to tell me something. Yes. Yes. You're like the next Chris Voss. Exactly. Oh, I know. I love him too. Yeah. He's great. Well, and I think, you know, you're talking a lot about, you know, being really 
present, you know, I, I was taking notes. You're talking about, you know, being mindful, uh, being a mindful business coach, but allowing people kind of the opportunity to align their mind with their business. And there is, I always say mindset matters. It, it just, mm-hmm. in everything you do, you have to have the right mindset. When you start working with somebody, you know, what things typically get in the way of their being mindful of it or really finding that alignment? So a lot of times when people come to me, it's because they're either thinking about starting a business um, and they're not sure how they can make it successful, how they can actually quit their nine to five and, you know, make their side hustle their, their main hustle, mm-hmm. or they've been in a business for a while. They've achieved some, you know, ambitious goals and they're ready to take things to the next level, but not sure how they can scale it without burning out. So those are Mm -hmm. kind of like the transition points that people are usually in when they seek me out. And we usually start with getting really clear on, I mean, like really the first question I ask is what's your purpose and are you honoring it? Mm. And nine times out of 10, people don't really know what their purpose is in life. And I'm talking about a purpose like that's bigger than what I do in the world, um, you know, for a career, Um, you know, something that is big enough to hold all of the things that you are interested in. Um, So either they're not clear about that or they're clear about it, but they're not honoring it. They're kind of keeping a part of themselves at arm's length and kind of inauthentically participating in their business. So we get really trued up to that because (laughs) (laughs) until we really know who we are, we can't figure out how we're going to approach things. So that's kind of the first step. And then we really dig into, um, you know, being able to fully own who they are, bring all of them to their business, more of them than they have ever brought before, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to share authentically and then what are the mindset shifts that need to happen in order for them to do that confidently, to not feel like a fraud, especially when people are thinking about stepping out into a new business mm-hmm. that, you know, they've been doing it on the side. Maybe it's been kind of a secret. They're a little scared to tell people <laughs> about it. They don't know how to talk about it. You know, all the things that new business owners deal with that can stop people from pursuing their passions. Mm-hmm. We make sure that they can step into from the beginning, or, you know, if they're transitioning their business and realigning, bringing more of themselves, how they can say like, okay, I'm truing myself up guys. And here's how that's going to serve you better. And they can create that messaging from a place of, of clarity and certainty that this is going to take their business to the next level. And then being able to take those inspired actions and, produce results on a consistent basis and to be able to be in a place where they're not creating from want. They're so filled up with that um, real intrinsic value in who they are, why they're here to serve and why they do it the way that they do it, that then Mm -hmm. they can take those actions and be able to dip into all of themselves and be creating from a place of you know, effervescence and overflowing with, you know, so much to share as opposed to wanting to reach a goal, like my next milestone or revenue marker that I want to hit, or this many followers on Instagram or that, you know, like those kind of, they get 
they evaporate so quickly. They don't call us out of bed in an excited way in the morning. So, you know, it's really about having that firm foundation that allows them to be able to produce consistent results that are energizing to them that feed their lives, not just their businesses. I, I love that on so many levels. Um, because it, if you're just, if you're just in it to, uh, you know, I don't know, to, to make a buck or whatever, you know, especially as a small business owner, um, as an entrepreneur, uh, frankly, for anybody in any job, if you're just in it to make a buck, yeah, it doesn't matter. You to be an owner, business owner, or just an employee, then there's just, it's always empty. Mm-hmm. And these things take up so much of our lives, you know, our businesses, our jobs. Um, and I've always, you know, tried to get people to figure out, you know, if you are really on the right path, you will not be able to wait till you get up out of bed and get started on it because you'll know that it has an impact. And, um, and I think that to your point, you know, when you are, when you are really trying to get down to the, the wire, and like you said, what is your purpose and are you honoring it, is that where people get stuck and can get stuck is when it feels like you're being pulled in those other directions to do the business things rather than driving from the energy. And, you know, and I think we can all get into that point sometimes because, you, you know, you got to hit targets and you've got to, you know, you got to make money and, you know, all those things are important. But to get yourself through those and see what you can achieve, it's, it's really about tapping into where your, where your energy is. It should overflow with it. Yeah. Yeah. And this work is really about balancing the doing and the being. It's not so woo woo that I don't talk about the strategies and the tactics (laughs) and the methods that you'll need, but I also really encourage my clients to take time to be able to get still, to listen to themselves, to be able to hear those, you know, that deep inner wisdom, because when we're running on the hamster wheel, do we really do our best thinking? You know, so, so it's really actually, it's, it's almost very self-serving in a way because it makes us more effective. It makes us more efficient in our businesses and that streamlines all of our efforts and, and all of our output. So yeah, that's, that's what the work is all about. That's what I love to do. <laughs> I, it, one thing that it was making me think about is um, something that a change that I made and, you know, before we started taping, we were talking a little bit about my podcast and, you know, why so many, and you know, what's, how's it, you know, what's the ROI on that. And for a while I had one of my team, um, writing up the show notes. And so the person who was editing my, you know, podcast was in writing the show notes and then I'd review them and, you know, but sometimes I was reviewing notes that, you know, from a episode that I taped months before. Mm. And I was finding this big disconnect in my own head. And my, my, my poor person was having such a difficult time writing the show notes to like get them with the energy that I want. And I'm like, well, I kind of have a formula. It does this. And finally I'm like, okay, I need to do the show notes. So now when I do this, when I finish, I write the show notes immediately. I, the, I do nothing else after we're done. When mm. we're done today, I will write these show notes. They will be the next thing. The phone doesn't turn on. The email doesn't open up until those are done. And what I've found is that the connection then with my guests um, l- lasts longer for me mm. because there were times where was, you know, I'd see the post for somebody's episode and I'm like, I can't remember who that person was. <laughs> That's a disconnect, right? Yeah. I know. I'm like, wow, you're losing all your power with this, you know, and and it would prompt me again, but now it's so much better. Now I can't like wait for somebody's episode to air because 
I still then feel the passion or the excitement of our, our dialogue. And that's just one little thing. But had I not been thinking about what's important, the importance is I need those show notes to convey how much I enjoyed that person. I needed yep. to convey the thing that at the moment, you know, was with the note that I wrote down, you know, that said, wow, because I know what this title is going to be of this episode right now. I wrote it down. I circle it. And those are the things that, you know, may seem little, but when you're really trying to pay attention to the bigger uh, point in whatever you're doing, those are the things I think really make the difference. Yeah. And there's no way to figure that out unless you're just in your business and you're doing it in a very strategic way that you are conscious enough to think about, is this working or is this not as you're going along in the doing of your business, right? right. That you can, right. that you can make those pivots. I mean, pivot wasn't a word that was invented in 2020. It's hot <laughs> right now, but it, like a really good business owner has always been looking at those little t- shifts and adjustments and tweaks that they need to make to, to be yeah. able to be more connected with their business, which makes their business better. Yeah, I agree. Well, another thing, speaking of 2020 is, you know, the whole purpose for, you know, this series for this month is trying to give us all at least a sense of, you know, something we can control. And Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot for mindset, you know, of this month. And so I'm asking all my guests, you know, what are ways that you can help us to, you know, fix our minds so that we're really like saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to wrap some things up or I'm going to, you know, start having a different vision and I'm going to leave the baggage of 2020 behind so I can start the next year off, um, you know, feeling more flexible, feeling like I can tackle whatever comes at me. You know, I can, I can handle anything as long as I know I've put some boxes around, you know, something in 2020 Mm. and then like shoved it away. (laughs) So what are your, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So this, I mean, this has been an incredible year of like unanticipated changes in every area of life for everyone. Not, you know, not just in one specific location, but globally. And Mm -hmm. I mean, like the gift in that, I really think the biggest gift in that is that it has given so many people the opportunity to get really clear about what their values are, what's important to them, what Mm -hmm. they want more of, what they don't want more of. Um, So I feel like we are headed into a new year with a lot more clarity, not just on the business owner side, but also on the client side. And Mm -hmm. so as business owners, we have to know that we are about to be talking to a much more self-aware, a much more informed audience than, Mm -hmm. than we've ever been addressing before. And so I think that then that requires us to get really clear about you know, what our marketing is really going to look like. And so in Uh order to be attracting our, you know, soulmate clients, if you will, to be able to shine our lights consistently about what we offer, why we offer it the way we offer it, we have to have, you know, done that work. We have to have dug in and looked at that. And so I like to use, I like, I do a lot of journaling. Um, That's a technique that's always worked for me. I give my clients Mm -hmm. a lot of journal prompts. And so I've always done this exercise at the end of the year um, where you really look at, uh, you know, what worked this year, what were your goals, what you achieved, what you didn't achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you look at how that makes you feel. And I think it's important. I think we live very much in a feeling universe. And we talk about it when we're talking about 
um, you know, bringing things, receiving things that we want, you know, creating intentionally. And I think it's also important when we are getting closure on something to look at the real feelings without judgment and, you know, put it all on the page so that Mm -hmm. then we can, you know, move through it. So, um, you know, just all the feelings that you have about what you achieved, what you didn't achieve, what you wanted, what you didn't want. And then from there, um, you know, looking at each of those feelings and getting outside of the feelings now, looking at, you know, what thoughts did I make up about that? What is serving me? And what Mm -hmm. should I leave behind? So this is how we decide and kind of sort it out. And anything that's not serving me can just get, you know, pushed away. And I can consciously choose to take things with me into the next year so that we have that fresh perspective. We have that clean slate and ultimately then create our goals and our intentions for the upcoming year. I couldn't stop writing notes as you were talking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, wait, I need to do that too. Um, Just brilliant. You know, I think it's a really great way to look at it to say, take some time and look at what what you'd set for yourself for 2020 before everything happened and acknowledge them. I like how you said, um, look at them without any judgment about your feelings about those things, whether you achieved or didn't, whether you pivoted or didn't, but to look at that and, and just kind of live with it for a little bit mm-hmm. and let it settle in. And then if it's not good for you, say goodbye, have some closure. But I think you're right. You can't have closure until you've looked at it more uh, objectively. Yeah. And, and I think especially as small, listen, as small business owners, this is mostly who I'm usually talking to. So, um, this is, we're so busy. We're wearing all the hats, right? Like we're the creative visionary. We're the marketing, you know, head. We are the accountant. We are the admin. We are the Mm -hmm. everything, right? And so often we get caught up in the doing, the doing, the doing, and we don't take enough time to process the being. And that's, there's a lot of feelings. And if we Mm -hmm. just keep pushing them under the rug, I mean, we've all heard the stories of the burnout and the Mm -hmm. flip outs and the, you name it. I just can't take it anymore, right? I know, exactly. <laughs> so this is, a, you know, like I, I like to do this periodically, but this is the good like year end cleaning mm-hmm. that you can yeah. go into the next year with that fresh slate. I love it. I, I so agree. Um, and it, I think it's really important that we give ourselves permission to uh, to do that and and understand that there were a lot of that we, none of us wanted mm-hmm. and a lot of things that, you know, that probably didn't happen or didn't want to happen or things that did happen we wish didn't or whatever, but um, giving ourselves permission to do that and cleaning house, I really think absolutely can help you leave a lot of stuff behind that we don't need. And um, if we're all smart, like you said, you know, to understand that our customers, our clients are going to look different. And that's, that's really important um, that we recognize that and don't try and operate the way we did because I don't care if there's a, a global um, vaccine tomorrow, 
we're still not going to go back to what life was before March 13th in the U.S. or whatever date, you know, we, that we went in lockdown in Philly. Um, it's just not going to look that way. We are different and we're going to be different. So in order to move forward, we'd better put some of that stuff behind us. Totally, totally. I mean, I can't count on two hands how many conversations I've had with people where people have said, boy, that pace that I was running at before, that wasn't sustainable. And I'm not excited to ever go back to that. So I feel like if we're going to be coming out into this very different looking world, um, then then we have to evolve as business owners. And and that's really, I think, the challenge and the joy of entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. anyway, to figure yeah. out what's going in the market, you know, what, what do I bring that's special to meet that unique need, uh, you know, and how do I want to do it? I love it. Andrea, I think we could talk forever. I, think I so. love it. I <laughs> just like, but I just want to get everything out of your brain and put it into mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we'll have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah. So I am on the internet, of course. Um, So my (laughs) website is andreafreemanconsulting.com. And if you want to hook up with me on Instagram, I'm really active over there. And that's a Freeman underscore Insta. Um, And, you know, we talked a lot about journaling today. So I actually do have like a little journal technique for your listeners. If anyone's curious, I gave this one in detail for the, for the year end, but I do have, um, it's a tool for my own toolbox. It's something that I use every morning and it's to ground into principles of abundance and receiving. And if you go to my website, andrewfreemanconsulting.com forward slash five minute journal, it's there for you. Yep. And it's, an, it's yeah, the excellent. numeral five, five-minute journal. Okay, you got it. <laughs> I will put that on there. I, have written, I wrote my own notes for that too. <laughs> I, I am totally like you. As you were talking about your journal, I was, oh, I don't even know why I couldn't find it. But uh, I do the same thing. So I've got, you know, journal that I'm in every day. It's a part of me. And I'm like, where did it go? Oh, yeah, it's right here beside me. Ding dong. <laughs> well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? So, I mean, I really like to say that you should let your personal evolution fuel your business revolution. So, you know, I just think don't be scared to do that work, to dig in. It's always worth it in the end. I know it's uncomfortable sometimes, but it really does pay off and um, have fun, have fun doing it. I love it. Thank you so much for being a guest today. I learned a ton and I'm so glad we are connected. Thanks, Michael. This was great. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.